Hello, educators and friends of educators. Welcome to the After School Talk podcast, where we discuss hot button issues in education and search for possible solutions. A podcast for educators by educators. This podcast is sponsored by The Right Effect. That's R-I-T-E Effect. The Right Effect provides an educational approach with a twist. At The Right Effect, educators learn how to use interventions implemented through school-based extracurricular activities to promote school belonging, academic motivation, and positive school culture. Check out The Right Effect at www.therighteffect.com. Again, that's www.therighteffect.com. And follow him on Instagram at The Right, right Effect. I'm your host, Dr. Dukes, and I'm joined by my co-host and fellow educator, Mr. Dukes. Not only are we married, but we also have a combined 15 years of experience in education. We want to say thank you for listening and please subscribe to our podcast, The After School Talk. Go. (laughs) (laughs) You are ready? Absolutely not. (laughs) Are we still recording right now? Yes, we are. But... (laughs) I wish they could have seen how you you inhaled first and your eyes got big. Then it was like, oh, I have nothing. Right, because I didn't even know it was go time. <laughs> I saw you click the mouse. So I thought you was pausing for a second. <laughs> okay, so this is the After School Talk Podcast. My name is Dr. Dukes. Your name is Mr. Dukes because we're married. Absolutely. And we've been married for how long? Uh, what is this? 2019? So we've been married for eight years. Eight years? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, married for eight years. Um, I'm actually clicking to get to um our, our breakdown of how we're gonna talk about ourselves because we married and you worked together for well, we worked together for eight years. We worked together pretty much the whole time. Greg, that just Greg Day, that's that Southern slang. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we literally when working almost almost went to the marriage. I think my first year and a half we didn't work together after that. Oh yeah, because you was on um, doing recruiting for college. That's right. Right. And then so we're gonna give the listeners a little background of us before we um, let them click on through and catch the other episodes. Um, so first of all, let's just say this. Um, let's start off with what colleges did you attend? Um, I attended for undergrad Fort Valley State University. And unfortunately, now did you attend your whole family? <laughs> yeah, my whole family except the youngest brother, but that's a different conversation, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, Fort Valley, my undergrad was at Fort Valley and Georgia Tech, and then uh, I got a master's from Augusta State University, but it's now called Augusta University. Okay, and, and I went to you? Payne College, and note to self, both of our undergrads are historically black colleges which will come up later in some episodes because they did shape how we do extracurricular activities and some of the things that we come up with are based in the traditions of historically black colleges so that's one and two i got my master's and my doctorate from the university of south carolina columbia game cox there you go the only school that you can yell cox all around the campus and <laughs> it's not normal. right it is very normal um okay so you uh, went to a school and originally thought you were going to be a what? Engineer. Engineer. And the high school, we both went to high school together. That's the other tidbit. And his mom was 
our math teacher. And she also taught the other boys. And she also taught my sister-in-law. So we have a weird family dynamic <laughs> full of educators. Um, our school was a magnet school. So therefore, health science and engineering were like the career paths everybody was looking into. And you particularly were looking into engineering. And I knew I was looking into, I was going to go into education. Well, first, first and foremost, the school we went to, like you said, had two different tracks, engineering and health science. So you could not go to that school and not, for lack of better words, pick a side. So I knew I was not doing anything with health science or anything with blood, anything like that. I don't even like to get shots. But um, I guess my only option was engineering. It had nothing to do with what I thought I was going to do in the future and like that. Like that. But um, you just had to pick a side. So mine was engineering. I think. You know what? When you look at it, that's probably whatever high school is doing. They think they know what they're going into right. until it's time. So I did the health science track because engineering had to do a lot with math and science, which I was not. I, I didn't want to do it. Right. <laughs> but I knew I wasn't going into the medical field, so I get you. After that, we both ended up in education. You worked in K-12 doing what for almost 10 years? Um, Teaching high school math for 10 years. Well, nine years and then moving on but yeah taught high school math like i said I, it definitely wasn't in the plans graduating high school but once i got in college it was like no I, i'm gonna fall back into the education like that's what i that's kind of where my mind was all the time until going off to college it was like okay well got the scholarship to do math and engineering and all this kind of stuff but yeah i end up finishing up college and coming right back home to being educated like i kind of originally thought anyway I think it was more so my parents pushing me towards uh, the engineering engineering side, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, as I got older, I was like, the, the engineering thing is not... I, I love engineering. I, I think I think like an engineer would, but that just the confinement of being in the office sometime or, you know, just different things that come with being an engineer, I didn't necessarily want to be a part of. Um, and, and education is just in me, period. So... Yeah, I ended up teaching, coming back home and teaching uh, high school math for nine years. And I think, I, I, well, I kind of told you this, but my original plan was to be a cosmetologist. Mm-hmm. And, um, no, nah, that wasn't going to work. I just, <laughs> just, it just, it's, it switched somewhere, I guess, in middle school. Because it was early on, I knew I really had a thing for doing hair, but I now know that's just, I like being creative, like, being able to do things, whether it's event planning, a floral arrangement, a design of a flyer, graphics, whatever. I like the creativity side, so necessarily was not hair, per se, or nails, or anything like that. But I thought that's what I was going to do. But I ended up deciding I wanted to be an English teacher. And now that sounds crazy. Even my students are like, no. Right. I'm, listen, we will have plenty of time for me to talk about why, why being a teacher in the classroom today is not what my uh, <laughs> goals are or what I want to do um, to fit me and my style of education. So I went to school, was going to major in education department, but since really since about eighth grade, I did every type of extracurricular activity you can think of at the school, and I loved it. And because my parents and the school really set in stone, you know, you can't be a part of X, Y, and Z unless you have X, these grades, right? Right. So that was my pool. I'm getting to be on the cheerleading squad. I'm having an opportunity to be on student council because I have to meet whatever uh, GPA requirements or grades at the time. So I have done, I did cheerleading. I 
student council, class president, junior, senior year. And I got to college and did a dance team. Well, even in high school, we got a prom committee, the ring ceremony committee, the senior senior class stuff. And then got to college and did a dance team, played a sorority, did student council, did the royal court, which is a big thing at HBCUs, and residence life, orientation team. I was just doing all that kind of stuff. So the dean of the college and the director of student activities, both who work in the student affairs department, just recommended I go get my master's in student affairs, something I had never heard of. I was one of four black females in the program. Um, coming from a historically black college to a PWI, I was in shock. <laughs> I think I went through the culture shock for about a year. That was, especially in South Carolina, the year Obama won. Mm-hmm. That was a tough time. So um, I really just, after that, I realized I really like student affairs. I like all the practices and procedures of that. So that was my area in education. But now for, when you say student affairs, um, what does that, what does that mean? Okay, so, um, great question. Student affairs is for the collegiate level, because you can major in higher education and student affairs, and some schools have student affairs and counseling. But that is the area on campus that deals with, the best way to say it is outside of the academic curriculum. So it can be anything from, depending on your school, it could be the admissions office, student activities, student life, intramural sports, the career center, athletics, um. Oh goodness! Co-curricular activities, community service, and volunteering, LGBTQ offices, diversity offices, multicultural uh, offices. It's it's all of the other side of the campus that needs to be cultivated and shaped to help the students. So right. it's that other side, and which is a huge topic we've been even talking about on Twitter lately of how colleges uh, have this foundation in student affairs to give students access to all of these other opportunities that K-12 doesn't. Mm-hmm. So you get to the point where why is it that you're trying to prep students for college or you give all these resources on the college end that it doesn't happen in K-12 which creates a huge gap. Gotcha. And so ironically even though I think for both of us we knew we was going to work in education I don't know if we we realized we I wanted to do the higher ed side. You were going to do the K through twelve, and then fast forward. Now you're now on the higher ed right. side, and then I was doing K through twelve. Right, and and now I'm I want to you know advance on the the higher ed side as as much as I can, um, because I, I did realize that, you know, I'm 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 definitely in the education a hundred percent, but I just didn't want to be in the classroom anymore. Um, but I still want to help students. Um, you know, hence why I'm, I've decided to, like I said, move on to higher ed. But um, but I, I just don't want to be in the classroom, and that's even on on the college level. I did that for a year to make up my tenth year of teaching. Um, but I, I realized I just do not want to be in the classroom at and, all. And that's the challenge of it, where there are educators that I know personally, even you, who are excellent educators. I mean. A genuine gift in that field, right? Mm-hmm. But in K through twelve, it's very limited of what your options are, and it's different in higher ed. There are so many um, ways to do things. Like you have a passion for STEM, and so right. you've now been able to not only do STEM programs outside of our area, but now with the job you're at, you can still work with STEM because yeah, it's absolutely. a lot more flexible in higher ed. Yeah, of, okay, this is what we can do. These are initiatives we can start. Versus you are in this classroom. And you are kind of restricted in what all you can do. And it, and it just becomes 
But sometimes you need a breath of fresh air anyway. Right, and I think that's where that's definitely where I was. I just needed a, a breath of fresh air, get out of the classroom for a while. You know, I'm I, I'm not gonna say I'm not. I will never do it again. Um, I may go back to it at some point, but for right now, I think I found a, a different path uh, to follow. Um, but like I say, still still involved in education, but um, just on a on a different path right now. And that's a part of why this podcast was even started is we want to talk about some areas for educators to look into having people work in and create that capacity at their school or at their district level, but um, to also talk about different concerns and points that we see in education that does not get talked about. We working One, working in the same school, the same environment, and then two, having colleagues that work at different um, schools, whether it's K-12 or higher ed, online education, whatever it is, there's this talk that happens after school that necessarily does not get put out there to the higher powers to really create change. Right. So the podcast is about, we're going to talk about some things that may be touchy. Um, we're going to talk about some things that's just informative, ways that we've been able to use different strategies, whether in the classroom or outside of the classroom, to help others, but to create a space where you can talk about it and be honest and not feel judged or... Um, too critical of the educational system? No, talk about it, because that's the way we're going to get through things. So, whether we cover fun topics, too, or <laughs> or some hard-hitting ones, we want everybody to come back and listen, because I've always said one thing I want to talk about is extracurricular activities. Uh, that's my thing. I, you know, I love that stuff. Um, how HBC influences um, affect can affect and help your school with branding, um, concerns that you have in education, working at an urban school when you you thought you were going to, I don't know, Miss Frizzle with the major school bus, and then you end up at Eastside High with Joe Clark, understanding the dynamics of the different cultures. But then you were talking about some fun things, too, that educators need on their self-care side. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if I should uh, talk about everything I said that educators need, um, but definitely uh, <laughs> no, vacation. That nervous. Uh, definitely vacation. vacation spots. Like, I'm a big, big-time uh, traveler. I love to travel. Um, so, you know, just bringing up spots for educators because, you know, our, our big break time is during the summer and stuff like that. Um, things to do on the weekend for a quick little trip or things to do around town. Um, even to maybe a shot glass here or there. Talk about different places to get a drink or something. <laughs> um, Which was a topic the other day on Twitter. This guy was like, why are we mad like teachers can't have a drink? I, right. said, I think teachers deserve a drink. Absolutely. You deserve to have food relax time. Whether you're doing a mocktail or a cocktail. Whichever one. Um, I know later on we're going to talk about a couple of recipes we have that go along with the seasons of the school year and things that you want to do and creating little fun events for you co-workers and everybody get together and relax absolutely and relax absolutely we gotta we just, have that relaxation we just time. talking about how our daughter's teacher was sending an email out was it sunday night sunday night like we looking like just chill bro <laughs> enjoy your sunday evening you don't have to work until tomorrow no and she's one that might may need to hear the podcast especially when we do that episode about just self-care and relaxing and taking a break from things Right, take care of yourself first because you cannot take care of your students if you don't take care of yourself. You can't take care of your family, anybody, if you don't take care of yourself. So we're going to cover a whole broad range of topics and we want you to subscribe to the podcast um, at After School, po- After School Podcast. It's worth it, girl. I know, that is the hardest thing to say. And then if you can't tell you guys, we are from the South. So I, our Southern slang will come in and we are unapologetic about our Southern slang. Yeah. Right. Um, Look for us on the right effect 
on Instagram and online. Subscribe to it. Uh, we have different blog posts. We share things there that really you can dig into and then we can bring that to the podcast. If you have any suggestions or things that you want to hear about, fill out the uh, content information on the right effect. If you got topics that you want to know pertaining to your school, we are here to answer whatever questions you have. So stay tuned in.